This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Here we are. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Where will we be on Sunday? Tom Brady looking for Super Bowl number seven. Patrick Mahomes looking for number two at the age of 25. Who will be the unsung hero of the game, Key? That's a question this morning. For either team, hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN. We also want a little food for thought. Jay, what do people do with their dishes? He started this discussion this morning, and one that will not end. Do you wash them right away? Like after you're watching the game. All right, Super Bowl Sunday, right? You get the big spread. I know people aren't coming over like they used to. But you're in your immediate family. You got the spread. You got like a nasty plate of buffalo wings with like the buffalo sauce. You got all that sort of stuff. And you put it in the sink. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's a holiday. Let's relax. We'll wash the dishes tomorrow, even though there'll be more dishes than normal, right? Because you got a big Super Bowl party, whatever you can do this year. You let them sink or you let them swim. In other words, you wash them right away. We want to hear from you on everything. Super Bowl-related, party-related, dishes. What do you got for us this morning? Dish a little something here. I would uh, – I won't be a paper plate guy at Super Bowl Sunday, though, right? I mean, that's – um, cause disposable. You, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of all the, kill the trees. You know, that's see. Okay, so I'm, I'm against Jeez. animals. You're against tree. uh, so trees. I'm PETA, <laughs> and then we'll just make sure the conservationists get on you. Well, oh, I, I said that. I said that before people started saying it. I just want them to know. Yes, I buy paper plates, and I understand it's killing trees. Look so at how many papers are on Key's desk. How many keys trees is Key killed this morning? <laughs> look, can we take a wide shot of this? Can we take get a him, look at how many? Look at that. I mean, get I'm, I'm kind of guilty too here a little bit. <laughs> but Down Zubin, goes a, a redwood. Sorry, that's a great analogy. I mean, it's. Look, that's one of those days, right? You have parties, you have things that happen. If you're eating, like you're not doing all your dishes right then and there. You're probably going to do them at the end of the night or I, at the end of the day. I, I, I love you, Jay. And what? I get it. I, because you keep making excuses. How am I making excuses if you're having a Super Bowl party? Well, you're first of all, if you're having a Super Bowl party, I would hope that you would have paper plates and, you know, the red cups with the yak inside of it. So I would just, hope that those were the things that you would have opposed to your dishes. So if you if you didn't have paper plates, Keyshawn, I, and okay. you were using real plates, you're telling me throughout the whole Super Bowl you'll be washing dishes no, the whole time because you'll be. First of all, the dishes are going to get washed. Period. I don't care. Y- yeah, we're not going to bed with no damn dishes sitting in our sink to the next day. Okay, Super Bowl I, I agree with you not. on that. I agree with you on that. At the end of the day, it, as soon as as soon as. We're done eating or whatever the case may be. Those dishes are getting washed, man. There's no other way around it. I just, I can't, Jay. I can't live like that. Been there, <laughs> like hey, what? Been there, done that. I know what it's like to have roaches in my house. I'm not doing Wait, it. We're talking about having roaches in the house. Man, if you, by leaving Jay, you- if you leave food. Out and around and crumbs and things of that nature. Wait, I mean, wait, you're going to get creatures. What are you talking You can scrape off the plate and then put it in the sink. You don't Man, take a full Jay, plate of food and then Jay, put it in the sink. You scrape it off, put it, it in does the garbage not, can. It does not matter. They will find whatever little bit is left. I'm just telling you. Now, <laughs> hey, 
I'm just telling you. <laughs> yes. I've, hey, look, roaches. I've <laughs> seen the roach crawl on the white wall behind you and stop, take a peek at you, and go again. I'm not with that. Zubin, I don't want that in my life. As they say about cockroaches, you can't kill them. Been there, done that. I'm over that. I'm not talking to you. I hear you. We're the same page. No. You can't kill a cockroach, and you can't kill this conversation. Have you ever seen that, Zubin? What's that? When you've been at a girl's house in a certain place when you're young, and they got the white wall behind them, and you sit there... Is she sitting there and a roach goes and stops? Wait, look, zoom it. It goes, it stops. It's almost like it look at you and go again, and you see it, and she see it, but you don't want to say that. You just. But nobody sees yeah, it. Yeah, we, we just going to keep talking. Right. I, I didn't come over here today to look at your cockroaches. Okay, I came over here today to do something else. You're so stupid, man. It's, man. You're so, hey, know, I'm just I giving know. it to you 100 now. Uh, I done been there where it's like. Uh, we didn't just see that crawl across the top of the TV, did we? <laughs> that is nasty. They'd be comfortable, too. They'd be comfortable in all your stuff. And believe it or not, we've gotten photos. So sit, hit us up on Key J and Z. Send us your dirty dishes if that's the way you roll. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Key will never be coming over your house if that's the case. Sink or swim. Wash them or let them sit. And your unsung hero for the Super Bowl. Football and beyond this morning. Hit us up, whatever Super you got. Super like, no, I ain't never been in that situation. <laughs> but I was going to say, nine times out of ten, at a, at a, a woman's house, generally speaking, is going to be more cleanly. They're going to take care of that stuff. If you told me she came over the dude's house and the cockroaches were but all we're over the place, about, I'd be like, that about, sounds more reasonable. We're talking about young, though, not adult-like. I'm talking about, like, that high school But they're more responsible. Teenage. They have the raid in the corner. Like, the dudes are just <laughs> like, sort of like, you know, they're just, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, no, that Jalen, I it's that Jalen Jacoby, cultural or regional? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of those type of conversations. No doubt about it. Speaking of regional, uh, this is a regional response. Brett Favre, as you know, a guy that was, you know, reared in the South, son of the South. It's old school, different. Wranglers. Yeah, right. They're different places. You look at the same situation. It's like one of those tests, right? You, where you look at it, me and you look at a test, and you see this image, and I see that image. We're looking at the same ink blob, right? Jay, everything good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Sorry. Jay always do his stuff, man. What? <laughs> right? So it's one of those ink blob tests. Me and you are looking at the same thing, and we see two completely different things. Many people like Key and Jay and myself see Deshaun Watson and saying, hey, if I'm 25, I never am going to have pull in my career. So when I have it, I better use it yes. because that's who I am. Brett Favre essentially saying, kid, I played the same quarterback position you did, and I have a completely different view. Two guys, two legends, same position, diametrically opposed on if you get a Brinks truck backed up to your house, Brett says, deal with it at your house in Houston. I'm kind of old school. I think, you know, you, you play, you get, you get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it and and let the chips fall where they may. Um, I think we make too much money to voice an opinion, but I'm not saying he's wrong. Again, I think it's a different day and time, and um, it'll be interesting to see how the the organization handles it. Jay, I mean, uh, Brett just went wrong trying to tell somebody how to handle this situation and then referencing money and just deal with it. uh, No. It's a different day and age. There's no question about it. I played with Brett at a time period when Brett played. So this old school mentality, I don't have that mentality. 48 years old. I don't but, have that mentality. But you acknowledge many people do agree with what Favre is saying. Many people do agree but, with what Favre is saying. It doesn't make it right. 
hundred percent. Right. But, I mean, it so doesn't. This is where I get frustrated. I, I feel like these type of conversations pertain to athletes, right? Like I don't hear other people telling other millionaires, the guys who are making that money. Oh, just be, be happy that you're making money. I mean, it, anybody who makes a lot of money have always utilized their voice throughout history. History. Them numbers so look good on that screen. Like, so if somebody's making $40 million in another industry, you're going to tell them, hey, just be thankful that you're, you know, you're the CEO of this company. Don't use your voice. Don't have an opinion. Like, these guys, it's time for us to look at them as the CEOs of their own companies. They're making $40-plus million a year. The problem, though, Jay, is the people that you mentioned, the, the, the big companies, the Fortune 500s or whatever uh, – we're talking about in terms of guys that are not athletes making money, they're not in the public's eye. So it's a little bit different conversation because of that. And this whole notion of telling somebody not to use their voice or, you know, or, or want to empower themselves is just ridiculous because Brett Favre has done the same thing. Brett Favre, he's a hypocrite. Brett Favre's done the same thing. I've done the same thing. There's no question about it. You're going to flex your muscles when you're not satisfied in a situation when you have the ultimate power. However, what I would say is I prefer Deshaun to respond to the situation rather than others. Like, I don't like the fact that his agent had something to say. Don't get – stay out of it. Let Deshaun tackle that if he chooses to do so. You don't need to get involved in a conversation with Brett Favre so when I look at that situation too, I'm like, you don't, you don't just let Deshaun. If Deshaun wants to address it, allow Deshaun to address it, and and deal with it from that standpoint. But I guess his agent felt the need to talk to talk about Brett Favre and go well, that length. And I just like just stay out of it, man. What's let wrong Deshaun with his, deal with it. What's wrong with his agent using his platform to talk about throwing rocks in the like, glass house? I, I don't, what's I don't it? like when agents but, but can, do that though. I just don't. But, that's but, gross to but me. But you can't, you can't sit up here and say that. Hey, I want athletes to utilize their voice if they're making this kind of money, and then in the same breath say, "Hey, agents, I don't want you to utilize your voice, even though you're making a lot of money for the athletes." Yeah, but I, I, I would prefer to hear from Deshaun. I don't need to hear from an agent. Like I just, but, that's. But just maybe me. we are hearing from Deshaun. But maybe Deshaun's smart enough not to respond to something like that because he doesn't want to deal with it, and maybe his agent is doing well, the if, dirty if, work if, for if, him. If, if that's the case and Deshaun want it that way, that's on Deshaun. I'm just saying for me, if it's my personal representation, I'd rather deal with it and handle it myself with Brett Favre because I got big boy pants, yeah. and I'm going to just deal see, with it from that standpoint. Zubin, I just have no problem with guys like Drew Rosenhaus. You're talking about yeah, David I, Falk I, who I, used to do it. I, Rich I don't Paul, like that. Rich Paul for LeBron like it. James does I don't, it. I don't guys like it. have their platform. They're building like brands, too, to continue to build their business. I just, I so, just don't like it. Here's what I would say optically real quick. We're going to have the legendary Dick Vermeil, who knows a little something about getting ready for the Super Bowl. Join us in just a second. And, by the way, coaching the Chiefs. So we'll have a great insight with Dick here in a second. I'm just going to mention this from an optics perspective, right? If you say Djokovic or Federer or Tiger Woods, somebody that plays a single solitary sport, yes, they have a coach. Yes, they have a brand management team. Yes, they have people pushing them. But at the end of the day, the average consumer sees one person standing there and says, that one dude did it himself. The swing coach isn't out there when Tiger's doing it. Tiger gets the credit. The Rolling Stones are the most successful band. Sure, they had marketing. Sure, they had this. Sure, they had that. Sure, they had record labels and producers and promoters. But it's just those four guys. They get the credit. Deshaun Watson plays a team sport through no fault of his own. Hey, Deshaun, if you're really that good 
and you were really that awesome, and you were in a situation where you threw for more yards than anyone in the NFL this year. I understand they had limitations. And we had a three-time defensive player of the year on our team. Why did we finish with four wins? It's unfair, but what I'm saying is that when you're in the defensive player of the year, that's a long time ago, man. 100%. 100%. I want to just mention that that's kind of the difference. When you play a team sport, you can easily say Deshaun is great, and he is, but everybody around him is making him great. When, when you're a singular athlete, you can take all of the credit, even if you don't deserve all of the credits. It's a, it's a pleasure now to welcome in um, Dick Vermeil. I mentioned he was going to join us here on the Goodyear Hotline. He knows what it's like to get ready, as I mentioned, for the biggest game you'll ever play in, or in his case, coaching. Also obviously knows what's going on here with the Kansas City Chiefs in his run there. Coach Vermeil, good morning. Uh, if you just heard the conversation, we were sort of talking about athlete empowerment and Deshaun Watson. This is a little different than it was in your day. Speaking out, trying to break through, doing what he wants, controlling his future. Brett Favre, a contemporary of yours, when you coached and he played, not so much. How do you size it up, Coach? Good morning. Well, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you, because, you know, the image that he has presented coming out of college and through the draft and through his career so far in uh, Houston has been so positive, so positive. And I don't think this approach really reflects what he has presented over the past few years. So I'm disappointed, you know, and I just don't think we can, anybody, whether it be that football team or the other 31 teams, start allowing players to step in and make decisions who runs them, who coaches them, and all these kinds of things. And I used to ask players about coaches and stuff like that that they had uh, worked for on other teams and that kind of stuff just to get insight, but not to, uh, and actually to add to my education and knowledge about people, but to, uh, to get to the point where you're sort of demanding uh, you want to say, I, I think is beyond the NFL player's contract. Hey, Coach Vermeil, how you doing, man? Long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you USC guys are all alike. You can just <laughs> hang around. <laughs> it, it, you know, I heard what you just said there, Coach, and it's not – Deshaun's issue is not with Coach Cully or Nick Casario, the general oh. manager. His issue is with – Kyle McNair and Jack Easterby, the owner of the Houston Texans, because the man looked him in the eyes and told him something different than what happened. You don't have a problem with that? Well, I, I do, but I think we all from time to time in communication with people, especially in the intense world of National Football League, say something that you can't buck, back up somewhere down the road because everything changes. And and more often than not, when you you, you uh, don't expect to find yourself, uh, especially when you know a person in a confrontational position after you make a statement. So I, you know, you know, none of us are perfect, Kishan. You know that I'm certainly not, and I've said a lot of things over my career. I wish I hadn't said. Uh, I don't think I've deliberately broken an agreement or a promise with somebody through communication or poor communication. But uh, I just, I just, I still think. Of course, I'm a coach or was a coach. I think uh, if you want to make all the decisions as an owner, then buy your own team, okay? Buy your own team. Yeah. I understand. So let me ask you this. Let's get the football yeah. and on the field. You've coached in this Super Bowl game twice in your career, once in the Philadelphia St. Louis Rams the mm -hmm. other time. What was it like for you a couple days leading up to Super Bowl Sunday? Well, you know, both situations were different. The first time I went that we lost 
we had a buy like everybody normally does. Okay, so we had time to prepare, time to uh, be in New Orleans and, and work almost in a normal pace in, uh, in preparation for the game. But when we went uh, to Atlanta to play Tennessee, we did not have a bye. We won the NFC Championship game on Sunday afternoon in St. Louis, and we were on an airplane at 3 o'clock the next day flying to Atlanta, which was very disruptive, very difficult. So it made that entire week totally different. Now we were fortunate and won the football game by, you know, the last play of the game. But uh, it just it, it took a lot out of the excitement of going to a Super Bowl in terms of preparation and detail and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't wish that approach to anybody. But I, I know this. Once you start, you're finishing your practices, you, you walk off the field, and you, you now know you just there's a few meetings and, and individual and team meetings, special teams meetings, offensive meetings, defensive meetings, and you wind down to get ready to wind up game day. Uh, it gets very quiet. You know, there's not a lot of noise in the meeting rooms. Uh, everyone's very, very serious. The focus is changing. Family is arriving into town normally on a Friday, and sometimes that causes a little disruption, but Overall, that that all day Saturday is a long, quiet day, and Sunday can. In fact, when we went went to the game on Sunday of the Super Bowl, there was ice storms in Atlanta. We had to go three hours earlier than normal, so we had to go over to the stadium and sit in a locker room for I don't know, like you know, the extra time, and that was just mind-boggling. And I don't know if it helped us or hurt us because both teams were in the same situation, but it, it wasn't a typical Super Bowl weekend like it is right now. But it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's. Uh, I used to say it, it gives you the feeling that you're you're preparing to go to war in the biggest battle you've all uh, ever fought. You know, Coach, you, you've coached against some incredible quarterbacks, and you've gone against Tom Brady. How incredible is it to see what he's doing at the age of 43 years old? You know, it is amazing. You know, I have such respect and admiration for that guy. You know, he went to high school in Sarah High School in San Mateo. Uh, Two miles down the road, I was coaching Hillsdale High School, not when he was playing. Again, I coached (laughs) against Sarah, so I have that connection. His parents have been in my Calistoga tasting room, our wine business. I visited with them there in years past. And so I have a a connection a little bit beyond the football uh, game. I've coached against him a number of times. Uh, I don't know if we ever beat him, but I know we coached against him. But to see what he's doing, right? Like right now, at 43 years old, he's throwing 65% complete. He has a quarterback efficiency rating of over 102 those are better ratings than he had sometimes earlier in his career. Now, of course, the rules have changed in defending the pass and that kind of thing. But he's just amazing. I think he's a great example of what a human being can do as an athlete if he really continues to dedicate himself and forget how old he is. Just go be who you are and work at it. So I, I'm just, I'm uh, just extremely impressed. And coach, he's had some incredible defenses, and he has another one this year with the Bucks. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are such a high octane offense. How would you go about trying to stop them? You know, I, I don't know if you can stop them. I really don't. What you hope you can do is prevent the one play scores, which nobody does it any better than they do, or the big play type things. Kashan, you know what I'm talking about—that thirty yard pass downfield and that those guys—they do such a good job with that and. And Andy Reid and staff, they do a great job of designing a new way to get the ball deep. 
uh, each week. And they throw in between the zones. They throw over the man coverage, and, and they, they hit the seams, and, and they have such speed. And then the tight up and up front, who not only can get deep, but control the underneath patterns and, and defense. Uh, yeah, I don't think you stop them. You try to control them and make them earn the points one play at a time and put 12 plays together to score. Before it. But when you give them two and three play drives, you just can't stay with them. You just can't do it. Some people have slowed them down. Yeah, the Raiders beat them, you know, so it's not impossible. But it sure as hell not easy. Coach Vermeule, you 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 still uh, up in Calistago, up in the ranch? Yeah, I go up there. You know, this year because of the COVID, it's the first time in my 84 years of life I haven't been in my hometown in Calistoga, the Napa Valley. No, I'm still in the east. I live permanently in the east, and I spend about a month a year out there with my friends in the wine business. And uh, but uh, you know, the COVID has changed everybody. You know, within this situation, you know, you just can't do what you used to do. Yeah, that is true. Coach, it was such an honor to catch up with you this morning. You've got an interesting view on the Super Bowl, having, of course, been a part of it, being a Super Bowl champion. And more than anything, we appreciate your honesty this morning because I will tell you, most people we have spoken to are totally in favor of what Deshaun Watson has done. But with your decades of experience in the NFL and you coming at it from a different perspective is going to stoke some more conversation this morning. And you, with your resume, have certainly earned the right to say anything you want. You're 84. Be well, sir. Be in the best of health. And thanks for joining us this morning. And fight on. Okay, best to you. Nice talk to you, Kishan. All right, see you later, Coach. That's the legendary Dick Vermeil. Just for people that just joined us, I just want to mention this, and we will talk about this throughout the course of the morning, and I know we have to run to break, but this is just something, Jay and Key, that has not been broached before. You can say anything you want about Deshaun Watson, whether you agree or disagree, but even the people that have disagreed with his stance, Key, Mm -hmm. have never, ever questioned his character or image. Coach Vermeil, and we'll hear it when we come back throughout the course of the morning as well, if you just are joining us, he essentially said this is the first ding to a guy that had a pristine image. I've heard people say, Deshaun, don't really be greedy. Disagree. Deshaun, do what they want. And I'm with you, Jay. But he, he invoked this guy has a 100% Teflon character, nothing wrong, everything bounces off him, done everything right. And Coach is the first guy I have said, I have heard say, you know what? This is a problem. This is well, a problem, considering the man I thought I knew. And, and as you said, I know we got to go to break, but we'll talk about it when we come back. Indeed. I thought that was my job, but all right. No, sorry. Well, I mean, we all, <laughs> can, we, all can do it, we all can do it the same. It's no okay. big deal. <laughs> Much more on that topic after this. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Good morning. I'm Zubin Mahenti with your Sports Center update. Kind of a weird story in what obviously has been a weird, unprecedented Super Bowl week. Just follows up weird. Yes. Are you going a two on the side or a three? What are we going with here with the Clippers here? Close shave for the Chiefs. You may have seen this story yesterday uh, on social media 
or elsewhere. Chiefs barber getting ready to cut 20 guys' hair, including Patrick Mahomes, test positive for the coronavirus on a rapid test. Rapidly, Daniel Kilgore, who was in the chair at the time with the Clippers, hops out. No coincidence, he's on the COVID-19 reserve list. But remember, Mahomes was scheduled to get his hair cut. He comes in close contact with this guy. Whew, crisis averted. Crisis not averted for two of the best teams in college basketball last night. A topsy-turvy season continues. East Carolina rebuilding under Joe Dooley. Remember him? He was the guy from Florida Gulf Coast. They knock off Houston. Great Houston Cougars team. 82-73. That's a stunner. And another top five team goes down, including number three Villanova. They lose to St. John, 70-59. Black History Always initiative here at ESPN to remember Black History Month far beyond the month of February. And on this day, about 13, 14 years ago, Tony Dungy becomes the first black head coach to win the Super Bowl. He was able to best Lovey Smith, another African-American, on the other sideline. Tony talked about this on our podcast yesterday. If you're interested, you can download it wherever you get your podcast. Download our number four. It'll be halfway through. How much easier do I have to make it for you? Sports Center brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. Valentine's is all about the wow factor. So win big with an enviable, uh-oh, bouquet of red roses. Hey. From 1-800- See how easy that rolled off the tongue? Bouquet. Oh, you can say a key bouquet. Bouquet. No big deal. Have your all pair. Pick up a bouquet for your wife. Right now, you can get 18 red roses for $39.99. He doesn't do all pair. He doesn't. He's the regular dude. Or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon and enter code KJZ as we re-enter Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. We had the legend, Dick Vermeil, 84 years young, join us a moment ago. Uh, right before we hit the break, he's a Super Bowl champion, and he is a guy that Keyshawn has the utmost respect for. And if you know who Dick Vermeil is, one of the things that people will tell you, he was known for A, burnout. The term burnout in the NFL came from Dick Vermeil when he was sleeping on his couch in his office in Philadelphia. But also, as years got later, everybody changes. We talk about the evolution of people. Dick Vermeil wasn't the burnout guy at the end of his career. You know what Dick Vermeil was? He was the super emotional guy. He was the guy when he had to cut the 97th guy on the team in training camp and say, I need your playbooks her he would have like an emotional moment that's what happens with age do you remember that he, he, he became uh, mr softy I'm, this is a good thing i'm not i'm not denigrating i'm in a tough no league. no no he no, became mr I mean, he was mr burnout i'm sitting gonna... three hours a night and then he became son i'm so sorry but you're just not good enough to be on this football team right now. that was what he became no, i was gonna tell you a story though when when uh he was covering you know doing college football or whatnot with us and and uh he approached me and he was just telling me, Jay, how, you know, he respected my game, blah, sure. blah, blah, and going on, go on to have a great career. Dude, start crying, man. Right. I'm like, top of it, top of it. I'm like, you know, I'm young, so I'm like, like man, coach crying, I'm, he must really feel me. And, that and is we've what had is, a great relationship ever since. And, Jay, that was really his image at the end of his career. Like I said, first time, hardcore, sleep in the office, nobody's going to outwork me. And then he kind of fell into that, you know, grandfatherly role. He is 84, after all. I'm going to have to remind him, though, it's not Kushan, it's Keyshawn. But that's all <laughs> he right. went with the phonetics. He went with the phonetics. <laughs> I liked him saying, yeah, Kushan. I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> so earlier this Tupac. Morning, yes. Earlier this morning on uh, Kushan, Jay, Will, and Zubin, in fact, actually just in the last segment, Coach Vermeil was on. And he did something that I haven't seen before. Now, everything is up to interpretation context, and that's why it's great for the ladies and the fellas and us three and our crew in Bristol. You hear things, you take them differently. So this is the eye of the beholder. This is your interpretation. I took these comments to mean, for the first time, anybody reputable has said, I am going to impugn, ever so slightly, impugn the character 
of Deshaun Watson. You can say he's greedy. You could say he's holding the team hostage. You could say it's player empowerment. You could be on either side of the Deshaun discussion. But almost everyone, including people like Brett Favre, will tell you, this is just a really nice kid. He's doing things the right way. I want this guy to date my daughter. I want him to be the face of the franchise. I want him to be a mentor to my kids. But for the first time, and I'm not saying Dick said anything derogatory. Don't get me wrong. But for the first time, Coach Vermeil broached something I had not heard before. This is sullying the image of a pristine guy. Well, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you, because, you know, the image that he has presented coming out of college and through the draft and through his career so far in uh, Houston has been so positive, so positive. And I don't think this approach really reflects what he has presented over the past few years. So I'm disappointed, you know, and I just don't think we can anybody, whether it be that football team or the other 31 teams, start allowing players to step in and make decisions who runs them, who coaches them, and all these kinds of things. And I used to ask players about coaches and stuff like that that they had uh, worked for on other teams and that kind of stuff just to get insight, but not to – and actually to add to my education and knowledge about people, but to uh, get to the point where you're sort of demanding uh, you want to say, I I think is beyond the NFL player's contract. It's great that Coach recognized that it's just not about Deshaun Watson, but the 31 other teams and the players as a whole, he didn't appreciate or wouldn't appreciate them basically telling the organizations what to do. I get it. I understand it 100%, but this is a little bit different day and age, kind of the way things are approached by professional athletes. Um, it, and I'm sure Coach Vermeil, throughout his tenure as a head coach, and having power in certain positions have had to face certain players wanting certain things done, uh, whether it's coaches hired, contracts renegotiated, whatever the case may be, this is different now. And I think, you know, when we had Rick Smith on a couple weeks ago, uh, former general manager of the Houston, Texas, who actually drafted Deshaun Watson, I posed a question to him, Jay, about what's next, what's going to happen, the narrative being set the blemish that potentially could be on Deshaun's resume based on how these things transpire over time. It started off clean, 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 but I knew that at some point somebody was going to put a scratch on it and that momentum will start to build. It's just, it's always that way. It's never clean as a whistle when you push back against something. Keep. Business isn't clean, right? Yeah. Business doesn't come along with, uh, well, he has the perfect resume. He's the stand-up individual. First off, to to question his character, and I understand he's saying he's disappointed, and I I can understand where he's coming from, even though I really disagree. But I wouldn't wouldn't say it was questioning his character. I know, but this is the – so let me ask ask you about blemishes then. Do we talk about John Elway having a blemish? Do we talk about Eli Manning having a blemish? Do we talk about Joe Montana having a blemish? I'm just giving examples. You are 17,175% million right. That's where I get confused with this conversation when I hear Coach say things like that. Like These things happen in business, and I know the money is absurd, and I know people will say, well, when you sign a contract, that's where you sign to be. But business works different. Different well, strokes for different folks. <laughs> and I, I think that, you know, people 
didn't recognize that players have leverage too in these situations. It's not just what the owner says is the last call. Like it takes two sides to tangle here, especially when you're talking about a quarterback of this status. Well, I, I think, and I look at it from Deshaun's standpoint, and I'm this type of person. When I check out, I check out. When I don't trust no more, I don't trust. And I kind of see a little bit of that in Deshaun's situation where he doesn't trust the situation in Houston anymore. I understand he signed a contract back in, I think it was September. I get it. I get all of that. But the conversation was different then than it is now with the ownership group in Houston and the powers that be. When you look at me in my eyes, Jay, and you tell me that this is what it is, I have to believe it and take it with face value. Then all of a sudden, you do something different. I cannot almost said something that would have gotten us all fired. But I can't mess with you <laughs> Kashan, anymore. Kashan, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't mess with you anymore because you've now taken that trust away. And I think this is what Deshaun is feeling. No matter what you do, I need to separate from you. I don't need you to try to give me money to make me feel better, pacify me by hiring a black coach or pacify me by interviewing black head coaches. If you'd have done that in November, our conversation may be different. But the fact that you miscalculated the situation and you're trying to appease me now, I can't deal with you. I don't want to be a part of that. Move me somewhere else. I get it. I understand it, and I get it. Key, I mean, look, would we be angry at Aaron Rodgers if he chose to go somewhere else? Like, I, I don't think we. I mean, I don't think we'd be angry or disappointed. We would bring up the fact that a guy like Aaron Rodgers maybe didn't have the communication with the front office that he got what he wanted but, but to help him win a championship. But right? I, 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 I don't think anybody's angry at Deshaun. Or would you be disappointed in Aaron Rodgers if he chose to go somewhere different? I think it depends on who you're asking. You, you, we're talking to Coach Vermeil, who is 80-plus years old, who coached football, you know, 50 years ago. Right. It's, a different, it's a different mindset from where it is today. And so I think the way that he sees it is to, in today's world, I mean, in, in the world that he was coaching, players didn't do those sort of things. So for him, it's disappointing. But he certainly understands where he's coming from. But he probably would hope that this wasn't something that would continue to happen throughout the thir- other 31 teams, which it will happen throughout the other 31 teams with players that have the type of power that Deshaun has. Yes. Lastly, I would mention how hot is this topic unabated? I haven't even asked anybody to call in on it. We have a couple of callers. We'll try to get to them a little bit later. If you're hot on Watson and hot on this subject that Dick Vermeil said, hang tight. Jay, 100%. Go ahead. Because I know that Key has a lot more background with him and we'll probably... It just, and I don't know him, Key. Yeah. It just felt like with all these other examples. I get it. To me, when I heard it, I was like, is there, is there a problem here? Because Deshaun, the way Deshaun Watson is doing it, because he's African-American. No, no. They're, they're, I'm, saying, I'm not saying, I say, you know him. It just, the tone no, of I, it kind of came across he like said, that. He said some it stuff, like buy a team and all. I get it. it you need like to that. buy a team if you want to run the team. I get all of that. I understand that. But I don't personally, that ain't even in the stratosphere as far as that goes. Like I said, you have more context because yeah. you've known him way longer I can than I tell have. I've you something. Hey, look, I can tell you something that's that way, though. 
Yeah, we got to run. But the last thing I just want to say, and Jay, I agree with you 100%. And again, if the fellows want to stay on the line, I know Watson is causing a lot of furor. You can download his comments, Vermeil's comments, when hour three of the podcast is probably up right around 9 a.m. Eastern time, or as Key would tell me, in about 18 minutes. The last thing I would just say that's really important here, I know we got to run. There is a small difference, but Jay, I agree with you. John Elway had not made one penny before he said, do not draft me. Yeah. Eli Manning had not made one penny, understanding his family, super rich. I get all that, Archie Manning. He had not made a single penny you know, when he said, too. yes, do not draft me, San Diego. They had not made a single penny. The world is run by money, and when Deshaun's got the 156, and I agree with you, Jay, but there are people that are going to say, once you got the 156 and all the money you've yeah. already made, it is different than comparing it to two guys that had yet to make life-changing does, money. Doesn't matter, though. I'm, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm just matter. saying that some people will say, all right, we got to run, though. We do have to run. On the way, why Kashan oh, thinks that <laughs> we had to lighten the mood there. Why Kashan thinks Pats fans should be not all in, but all out on Tom Brady this Sunday after everything he did for them. That's after Key. Can't go back to the well too many times with the Kishon. Yeah, that's the scary thing about coming to the Super Bowl at home. We've been playing so good on the road. Getting to the 10th Super Bowl in 19 years of playing, is, it's incomprehensible, actually. Beyond anything we could ever imagine. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Man, he is 45. We just spent the last 39, 40 minutes talking about a kid at 25, Deshaun Watson. If you missed it, I encourage you head to our podcast page. It'll probably be posted here, oh, I'd say in about 10 minutes or so. Dick Vermeil, the legendary 84-year-old Super Bowl winner with some interesting thoughts on Deshaun Watson. We'll get to that a little bit later this morning. But again, you can check out some of the comments on Key J and Z on Twitter or look for the podcast or just hang with us. We'll talk about it. Speaking of QBs, Tua Tungavailoa is on the way here this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Hang tight. We're brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199 plus... Get the $45 unlimited talk text data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk. He thinks it is nonsense that if you are a Pats fan right now, 
that you should be rooting for Tom Brady. He brought you six Super Bowl titles, 20 years of joy. The Red Sox are now the second most popular team in Boston. There's nobody in the world that ever would have thought that would have happened. He changed everything. And for that, many people say, thank you. I'm pulling for you on Sunday because we're not playing the Pats and the Bucks in the Super Bowl. It's the Bucks and the Chiefs. But Key, you say, no way. I'm a jilted lover. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, that's me. I'm a hater. And yes, you took me to nine Super Bowls, and we won six of them and all that. Good riddance. I hope you lose every damn game in your next stop. That's just me, right? Because I'm like, if I'm a fan, I'm all in. I can appreciate what you've done with me and why you were with me, Jay, but I cannot and I will not appreciate your craft going somewhere else. Kobe Bryant talk, talked about uh, going to – the, the Clippers and maybe Chicago. Man, if Kobe would have left the Lakers, not a Kobe fan, mm-hmm. right? I, really? I just No. Stop it. Man, for real. Stop it. No, I'm telling you, if Magic would have left the Lakers. Keyshawn. No, I'm just, that's me. At that's just end, me. I'm not, hey, man, I'm end, not with at it. At the end of Can't Kobe's career after he brought you X amount of championships, multiple championships, if he had said, I want to finish my last year in Chicago, just something about the Jordan thing, the chance to do it. It's something that I've always wanted to do. You, you would disown Kobe Bryant as a Lakers fan. I kind of find did, that hard to he, believe because I know how much he, you love Kobe. Did, did he have gas left in his tank? I mean, maybe, but if I, he I, had I mean, gas left in his tank, I'm going to be bitter. Because well, he could, he could still figure. I'm cool with Shaq. I'm cool with Shaq. Cool. How can you be cool with Shaq? Shaq because Shaq. he was traded. He Come didn't leave. Out. Well, that was some friction stuff going on there. <laughs> he did, that was either me or you and whatever. Dr. Buss made a call and Shaq was gone. This so, is not even applicable to your so own you favorite team. you rooted for Shaq in the finals with the Heat? <laughs> no. No, I didn't root for him. No, if they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. I'm just saying if Kobe Magic, my, my, my lifetime, longtime Laker guys that I rooted for from beginning to end, it, so, it, it, Tom Brady still had gas left in the tank. I'm a Patriot. So did Shaq. So did Shaq. But so Shaq my, my was point traded is, though, you, were in, you, were, you were indifferent when Shaq won a championship with D Wade. You were indifferent. I was happy for him, but it was like I don't really care. But key, your <laughs> distinction here is you. You're talking lifelong Lakers. There's people listening to us that think Shaq is always going to be remembered as a member of the Magic. If you're listening to us in Florida, well, you're saying, the, no, 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 yeah, no, I don't know, I don't know who thinks he's that. He's forever a Laker. He's forever a Laker. Forever I don't care what Shaq said. I'm just saying, when you played for Phoenix and, and Boston, you've taken all these pit stops. You're fine. talking about a lifelong but, play. But, but that's my point, though. Tom Brady is forever a Patriot. No. He's forever, he he nope. got you to 17 nope. AFC East titles. He got you to nine Joe, AFC Joe championships, Montana, six Super Bowls. Like, you're never going to disown Tom Joe, Brady. Joe Montana left because Steve Young was behind him, so they moved him. He almost got Is pushed Is he not out. forever a 49er? He got pushed But out. he's forever a 49er because how he left. That's different. Tom Brady decided to leave us standing in line. I cannot. At his own accord. At his own accord. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, that's like, it's, <laughs> it's, I, I can't. I can't sleep at night. I'm up looking for you in the daytime with a flashlight. I want you to lose every single damn game. That's just how I feel. Now, I'm a hater, right? I'm a Patriot fan and I'm a hater. I I just, that's who I am. I'm with Belichick and Mr. Kraft. I'm with them. If you're one of those fans, you're probably going to get your wish on Sunday. I'll tell you that. Let's just say Key's not going to hate our next guest. The man that uttered the greatest words in Tampa Bay Bucks history is on the way. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.